What is up? What is happening? Welcome to another episode of the Yankshaft F1 podcast. Group of American dudes who like watching other dudes drive really fast. Joining me as always from an undisclosed location in the Midwest, we've got Ian. What's up, everybody? And from the nation's capital, uh, on his phone this week, we've got Johnny Gomes. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hope I sound all right. Oh, you, you, you sound great. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> fantastic. So we uh, Very self-conscious about it. <laughs> you got nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, we, we, we missed uh, episode episode last week, uh, scheduling conflicts after Bahrain. So we're going to bring you a nice little uh, get you up to speed after the, uh, the first two races of the F1 season. Let me say first is that, guys, if, you're li- if you've listened to us more than once, you are well, well aware that we are not the McLaren or the Ferrari. or This year we might be the McLaren. Or the Red Bull of really podcasts. This is like a good Alfa Romeo podcast. We get our ups and our downs. We're a little inconsistent, but in all we take some money from the from Chinese sponsors. You know, we keep take us some afloat. money. Yeah, it, it it you know it is what it is. In all, in about as serious as we want to get, though. I mean, I'm, I'm loving the season so far. We just had an awesome race, uh, awesome race in Jeddah on the track at least. I mean, we had some good racing. People are crashing. We're seeing lots of drama. The races are quick. I'm loving it. Yeah, for sure. We're really seeing like all these new regulations and just all this talk that we heard in the off season just come to fruition, man. And we're seeing these, I mean, these new cars, they look fast and they're built for elbows out racing. Like, I mean, this is awesome and I'm totally here for it. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing was that like they, they, you know, that pesky dirty air, they were trying to combat yeah. the dirty air. <laughs> the damn dirty um, air. And it seems to have been working like these cars are able to follow so closely through corners. And that's why we've gotten these like awesome back and forth DRS battles, um, which, which we'll get into. Um, but yeah, we had a, a, a banging race in Bahrain, um, you know, with uh, Charles Leclerc uh, holding off Max Verstappen. We had a, another banging race in Jeddah. Uh, there weren't any, uh, I mean, outside of Mick Schumacher and qualifying who thankfully is okay. We didn't have any of the like monster dangerous crashes that we saw over and over again last year um so pretty much just a perfect uh perfect start to the season yeah unless you're a pretty big mclaren fan like myself <laughs> and you gotta sit there and wonder what's going on with those boys um a little little, little frustrating um but i think with figuring ferrari it out. everyone's <laughs> figuring it out they're figuring it out but man I, I i tell you that uh that ferrari car is is a rocket ship it's a rocket yeah, ship. Legit. It's a problem. It's not going to go away anytime soon. Um, pretty much everything I said about Signs and Leclerc wanting to, you know, fight each other was dumb. Hey, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm still kind of worried about that. You never know because those dudes are. I mean, Ferrari's not going away. This no. is a. I got a red shirt on. Like maybe Ferrari's back. I don't know. I'm a. I, I was tempted. After Bahrain, I had written in my notes from watching the race that after one race, I was ready to give it the Vince Carter, it's over meme. <laughs> like, I was that confident after watching that just rocket ship of a car uh, in, in the first race. I do I do see some signs, though. Carlos Sainz is not satisfied with where he's at right now. He, he knows he can do better. He's frustrated that he's losing to Leclerc week in and week out. Right now, it's okay. But if he starts beating Leclerc. We see Leclerc start getting frustrated, goes back and forth. Uh, we don't have to get too much into it right now, but uh, but I, I've still got my uh, my concerns about Ferrari. But uh, boy, this is not played out 
like we uh, predicted it would. And that's exactly what uh, the point of the new regulations were. Uh, shake, shake things up a bit. Johnny, what, uh, you got any thoughts? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, after two races, Ferrari's already built themselves up. What is it, like a 40-point lead in construction standings, which, you know, I mean, it's too early to for that to be an indicator of anything yeah, just yet. But, uh, I mean, it's certainly good to see them on the right track. And, um, you know, it's not not even just like that the fight at the top being mixed up, but, I mean, the midfield battles we've, we've seen these last two races have been yes. incredible. Like, I did not have Alpine being the star of the show there early on in that race on Sunday. Like, that was incredible to watch Alonzo and Ocon going at it. Like, Thank God they didn't crash um, into each other. You know, yeah, no, seriously. Um, and, you know, just the – I think this mix-up that we've seen, like in the standings, is is nothing but great for the sport. So we'll, we'll see how it shakes out moving forward. But I mean, I'm certainly loving what I'm seeing so far. Yeah, I'm just loving that it's not predictable, man. I mean, like we, we kind of, I think, in past years of Formula One, it's like, all right, our predictions would have basically been what would have happened because it's all very obvious. And I mean, look at this season in two races so far. We've got K-Mag finishing Bahrain at fifth, and then he finished in Saudi Arabia at ninth. Like, Je- Je- Ass is in fifth place are right you, now. We've got you, Valtteri Bottas out-qualifying both Mercedes. He's out-qualified, yeah, George Russell and Lewis Hamilton. We've got two yeah. top ten finishes for hot. Like that's just that blows my mind uh, yeah, compared to where they double were. Double points for Haas are two two blows points finishes for Haas already. It's it's wild, and that's like you know, sure we look dumb, but everyone else predicted has to be trash this year too. Um, it's it's just it's crazy, it's crazy. Like no one knew what was going to happen, and it's so rewarding to be wrong. Like I've never been happier to just be dead wrong about Haas finishing in last place. Like that car looks absolutely incredible, and the like the races. It's just it's just been so fun watching these cars actually follow each other. The teams have to figure stuff out, like uh, in Bahrain, where Red Bull, they had like a vacuum issue in their, with their fuel pump, you know, and both cars ended up not, not even finishing. Like, just yeah. watching Running the teams on literal have to fumes. figure it out, man. Yeah, like, it's it's fun. It, instead of just like, yeah, Mercedes is going to win, and then, uh, yeah, we'll get excited about somebody's fuel pump malfunctioning for fourth or fifth place. Like, it's just great. Yeah, and, and I wonder kind of if you're, you know, if you're Lewis Hamilton or if you're, you know, Toto or one of those guys – what do you what do you, what do you think's going on with Mercedes? Like, where do you think they're at right now? Like, what do you think goes through their? What do you think their heads? Like, you know, George Russell. All right, we've got a four, we got a fifth place finish and a fourth place finish. Hamilton's kind of been up and down. He had a horrendous qualifying in Jeddah. Like, I mean, you're you're like, are you feeling good? Okay. Are you feeling bad? Are you worried so, about how fast Red Bull Mercedes are? Like, this has been a very uh, a very free flowing conversation. I'm just gonna get real right now with my views on Mercedes. Get I real. had some hot takes I wanted to say, but I, 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 real, I, I, I just can't even do it. Okay. They knew going into the season, especially after testing, that their car was not going to be able to compete with the Ferrari. Like, at all. Nor the Red Bull, really. So and I, they tried I, to I, tell I, us, and they tried, sorry, they tried to tell us, and we said, you're liars. They do that every year. Yeah. Liars. Sandbagging. Yeah. Because Sandbagging. you can't cry wolves. You can't cry. Exactly. Yeah, you can't cry I don't wolf. feel bad <laughs> for, you know, not, not, believe, or not believing them that time. Like, they, they've done it every year. And then That's they called, come out and they smash everyone. It's called wordplay, boys. Um, but anyway, you can't oh, cry wolf. Boy, okay, I just got it. I just got and it. Then, okay. uh, and, Say and that then again. Every, every, single, every single year, and then when it actually happens, be like, well, see, we told you. So anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. 
no, yeah. honestly, that was uh, that was it. So they knew they were going to be behind. In my mind, they were aiming for like okay, maybe six six or seven races in. That's where we hope to maybe be getting to the point where we're competitive. But they knew they were bad. They were bad on the straight, no straight line speed. They had all the porpoising issues, like the worst of anyone. Um, so they knew that this is where they were going to be. They absolutely stole that podium in Bahrain with with the Red Bulls, you know, retiring with the engine issues. So so they're already in better shape than anyone thought they were going to be at this point in the year. As far as the Lewis Hamilton, George Russell stuff goes, Lewis Hamilton put in a hell of a race on Sunday. Yeah. A hell of a race. Yeah. Qualifying, yeah. different story. But as they've said, they tried something different with his setup and clearly it did not work because Maybe not be it was abysmal. I mean, if, watching the replays, he's oversteering everywhere. Like, I can't believe he kept that car yeah. on the track, to be honest with you. So I don't think that was, oh, George Russell is doing better than Lewis necessarily. That was just a one-off. They had different yeah. setups. They're trying to find what works right now. And that did not work for Lewis that week. And he still got a point somehow. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. could tell how pissed he was after Q3. He had some if you guys lost Oh, I it. bet. Yeah, he had a quote after the race too. It was like, "Do you get a point for tenth? Like he like the, the barely remembered the last time he was finishing that far down. <laughs> I know it was tongue in cheek, yeah. but still. Um, so yeah, Mercedes they they will be fine, and and I'm not worried about uh about the George Russell Lewis Hamilton stuff. Yeah, no, I think I think we're we're gonna see we're gonna see Lewis compete for. I mean, it's, it's Lewis Hamilton. We we know what it's gonna be. They're gonna get their they're gonna get him going right. He's gonna be competing up. Um, podiums and basically wins every single week. It's going to happen, even if Mercedes or even if Ferrari are left faster cars. George Russell has got what seems to be a firm grasp on basically fifth, on basically fourth through six. He's like, it's kind of how He's Lando best of the rest now. <laughs> basically, this year is like Lando Norris, where it's like this dude is just the best of the rest because you know whatever, with that being car, with it being driver, it is what it is, but. I, I think Russell's just he's we're just he's we're gonna pencil him in for it's gonna be Ferraris, Red Bull, um, probably Hamilton, and then George Russell almost every single week. Yeah, I mean if I'm if I'm Mercedes, I'm certainly at least a little bit concerned. Like even if it's less so with my own car and my own drivers, like I'm sure they know what they have in that stable over there. But the fact that the Red Bulls and the Ferraris both look faster this year. I'm sure it has to be of concern to Toto and, and the rest of the guys over there. Because, I mean, it's seeming to me like this has definitely become more of like a racing chess situation. And there's a, there's a lot more go, more in intricacies from what I've seen at least these last two races. You know, gone are the days of just pushing a button on your steering wheel and a flap on your rear wing folds down and you pass a guy and then, you know, it's nothing but dust in your rearview mirror. Like these guys are, they're holding on to their DRS until the right moment. Like, I mean, the, the, the racing has just been so tactical that I'm, I mean, yeah. they're going to need a few like, you know, master class jobs to, to, uh, to steal some points here and there. So well, think I, about, I, I mean, just I've definitely got some alarms going off. Just think about a, a, just kind of two points I want to make really quickly is that um, first for Russell, I think and confidence wise, it's, it's easy to be really confident when you are driving for Mercedes and you know your car is better than everybody else's. But when you're driving for Mercedes, you don't have the best car. It's your first year for Mercedes. We'll see what happens with this confidence because that is something 
um, that he they don't really know how to handle really well recently. And it's still I think be, Russell, you know, finishing in the top ten though, it's still got to be good for him coming from where he was before. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's not the one time Russell has prior to the season drove in a car one time for Mercedes, and he basically led the entire race and should have won the whole race. And got that we had, you know, whether yeah, those were yeah. so, puncture, puncture, bad pit, pit stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. Uh, anyway, but. <laughs> No, no. So, so I think that might be something that at least monitoring just kind of where his head's at. And then second is just that how good um, Charles Leclerc has been for the first two races. I mean, my God, the whole Max is going to blow by me, then I'm going to get DRS, then I'm going to blow by him. And then them both, and then them realizing, and then both breaking at the exact same time. Yeah. And just we'll almost a double lockup. Lock yeah. Double lockup. Like, like he's double been, lock up sick. he's been awesome. Um, so that's, I mean, great for him and just kind of shows how just what a hot start Ferrari's had in the first two races of the year. And obviously, you know, it didn't work out for Leclerc this time and Johnny to go back to your point about, about DRS and then, and then what Ian just said about, um, the Leclerc Verstappen stuff, this, I was curious if like the DRS stuff was getting kind of like overblown and basically what I've, the conclusion that I came to is that like the Bahrain and Jeddah are just like super unique tracks and that the DRS zones are like back to back. Like yeah. the, DR, the second DRS zone at Bahrain, even when I'm like playing the F1 game, I'm always like, why is this here? Like it seems so strange and it's yeah. Leclerc just waited, wait, let Max pass on the on into turn one and then got him back. And with Jetta, we were saying the same thing. It was DRS chicken, like yeah. the entire time. It was like yeah. I, I'm gonna, I want you to hit that detection zone before I do, so I can get you back in the next. Like it was, but I don't. Which we'll see. I don't, I don't know. Which we'll see how this plays out towards the, you know, for the remainder of the remainder of the season. But you don't want you don't want guys trying to slow down because and let people buy them so they can pass them up on a DRS. So, I mean, that's kind of. I don't know about that because the whole point Completely of DRS right. is encouraging more passing and getting, you know, getting, letting guys and catch up. having guys so. break in positions where they wouldn't otherwise be breaking is just dangerous on top of everything. Very but dangerous. I, I guess my overall point was that like, the, it seems like a problem mostly just like for those tracks. I don't think we're going to be seeing that type of stuff happening yeah. the rest of the year. Um, but having those two tracks back to back, I've seen a lot of like, do we need to get rid of DRS? Like as the time is like, whoa, 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 let's pump the brakes here a little bit, you know, before the detection line. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, there's a little bit of an overreaction on that, but you're right. Leclerc has just been, God, it's so fun to watch. And okay. Yeah. Here's something I wanted to bring up. I've seen a lot of people talking about it already. Like does uh, Max, Max um, being patient for once in his life to get that win in Jetta on Sunday. Is that a sign of like, is this a different battle than what we saw last year where he was just kind of like, what Johnny, I think at one point you said, uh, like, uh, I animal, predicted he was going to crash out. Yeah. Year, I predicted that he was going to, I predicted that he was going to crash out of this race due to like, you know, he's going to push too hard, you know, try some overtake and end up on top yeah. of Lewis Hamilton. Now that the something. monkey's off his back, is it, is that, is that a sign of like, oh, and, and I know part of me is like, congrats, Max Verstappen, you were patient for three seconds of your life and now all of a sudden i'm giving you credit for it but like is you know is this different maybe we get a different max this year i think it's like it's po- i think it's possible yeah i think it's possible i think there's just very there's a very small percentage of him that's is a little bit more like okay i no matter what happens going forward i got one 
And you don't have the same mindset after getting one as you do when you have none. You're just, he's just not as desperate for it. So while I do think there's a little bit of it, no, I think he's absolutely still just the same, like crazy psychopath. Like (laughs) I have to win every single race or I'm going to lose my mind kind of guy. And he's just like, okay, maybe there's other ways of doing it where maybe if I, you know, more strategically versus just, you know, get out of my way and win at all costs. Yeah. Maybe starting to, to get a little experience. Uh, experience back there, which which would be uh, fun to see. Uh, some people were saying like, oh, like since he knows Charles Leclerc, he's being nicer to him. He's not he's not rubbing elbows as much as he was with Lewis because he didn't like Lewis. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I just think, I just think people are just finding finding narratives. That's the beauty yeah. of it. So much drama already. Just two races in. Like uh, you know, none of this would have even mattered if Latifi hadn't completely screwed. <laughs> We'd be talking about how awesome Checo Perez looked. We'd be talking about Checo's uh, big victory. what a lap from checo for the record just to give him his due god it's a the battle at the end like just kind of dominated all the drama and then after the race i was like he didn't do anything wrong he he gets on pole for the first time in his career and he's in like his 11th season with like a lap for the ages (laughs) he doesn't do anything wrong it's like 45 seconds too early man Gosh, he got got uh, the old uh, the old switcheroo from uh, Ferrari, the old fake out on uh, uh, pit 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 new tires over, over a pit overtake. Baited him in. Gosh, that was that was that was hard to watch. I I will if any time Sergio Perez wins a race, even if it's to deny Ferrari a championship, um, I'll I'll be happy with it. So yeah. now the fact that he can show that he, you know that he can hang with these with these with these, uh, you know, the other three guys up at the top, you know, uh, signs and Lando and Max like that. I mean, that's a good sign for, for, uh, Red Bull for sure. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And it should be a, a really good title fight coming down the stretch, which leads me into kind of where I wanted to go with this whole thing. We, uh, we all made our predictions for, uh, before the season where we thought each team was going to end up. And everybody that did that before the season started is horribly wrong. Maybe you got a couple of them right, but boy, most people are looking very, very stupid. My only regret is that I went out on a limb saying Ferrari second. I wanted to pick him to win, but I would have felt stupid, so I didn't. So I went out on a limb, and now I'm. it's looking like uh, Ferrari's title to lose. They've got a 40-point lead through two races and i know that it's the longest season ever but 40 points through two races is massive red bull getting no points in week one is just huge so i want to take this opportunity to let us redo after after two races redo our top five constructors with the knowledge that we have now and we're going to look back on both sets of these at the end of the year and see just how wrong we were both times um, but it was, I mean, there was no way to know, uh, going into yeah. the season that I feel like we can just throw those out the window after two races. Now what's, uh, what, what's your pecking order, I guess now. I'm definitely moving Alpine up from, I'm moving Alpine up from, I think I had him fifth place behind McLaren, but, um, moving Alpine up. Yeah. Oh, am I moving? Alpine Who am I talking up? to? You know, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think I was, uh, for me, uh, so I had Red Bull finishing first, I think, in constructors, and I'd definitely have you, to move him uh, down. You did. Some, yeah, so I'd have to move him down based off of like 
it's obviously it's too early to tell, but they seem to have had not just the Red Bull as a team, but the Honda platform seem to have been having, you know, some, some reliability issues. Um, you know, we had the two DNFs for the Red Bulls, um, uh, the first race, and then we had Yuki Tsunoda and Gasly with issues this, this past weekend. So, um, I'd probably right now I'd shoot, um, I'm high on Ferrari. I'm riding that the red wave. I've got Ferrari first followed by the, the Mercs. Then we'll go Red Bull, Alpine, and um, right, let me, I, let me make sure I'm getting this getting getting this right here. Yeah. So Ferrari, Red Bull. No, no, Mercs, Mercs. You got Mercs too. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I, I think Red we Bull. might have a. I think we might see another double uh, DNF for for the Red Bulls incoming. Ooh. And then who you got fifth? Ooh. Fifth, I got um. It's either Alpha Alpha uh, Alpha Romeo or uh, or the Haas. I think. Uh, I know. <laughs> I was like, who's going to be bold <laughs> enough to do it? Pick, um, one, pick I, one. I think I still got to put the the Alpha Romeo ahead. I like the Joe Guan Yu. Okay. Shown. Yes. Also, uh, some clarification from our last episode. Literally the, the day that that episode came out, he clarified that he preferred to be called Joe Guan Yu. Right <laughs> after I said, it doesn't really matter. I did this whole thing about how to pronounce his name correctly and how it doesn't yeah. matter which order you do it in. And then the next day he says uh, he prefers Joe Guan Yu. So that is now the official Yang Shaft pronunciation of, uh, yes, yeah, so I'll put, I'll put the Alfa Romeo and Zhu uh, Guan Yu and Valtteri ahead of, uh, ahead of the McLarens. All right. Um, I am going to go with, uh, Ferrari number one. Okay. Uh, I'm, oh man. Okay. I'm sticking at the end of the year. I think Mercedes will be second over Red Bull. I think they got a free week in week one and they'll be, it'll be enough to overcome. So Mercedes two, Red Bull three. And then I, here's where it gets interesting. I think that by the end of the year, McLaren is going to be fourth. And Johnny didn't even have him in his top five, but I, they look slow. It's gone so wrong for them. Like, People forget this new cars, new regulations. No one knew what was you're, going on. Daniel Ricciardo didn't my, even get to, huh? You're you're stealing my thunder with McLaren, but yeah. Oh, oh, oh please do, course. please oh, go for it. <laughs> I wanted to ask, but I didn't think I, no, I didn't no, think no. you were going to have me in the top five. When I hit my when I hit my top five, I'll, I'll recap it as well. You keep going. Okay, well, basically, and then my so I McLaren four, and and you're, you're, we we will go. come back to this. I just do. I wanted to make sure we didn't miss them. Um. And then five, I've got Haas. I just, it's wishful thinking. It's it's the it's the Let's yank go. in me. It's the Let's yank in go. me. Man. I can't I can't help it. Gene Gene pours hundreds of millions of dollars of his own money into this team. No, it's oh. he's got a million dollar repair bill coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all right. That, that, that's all right. Glad like I said, glad glad mix okay. Honestly, um, my first yeah, thought like sure. when that crash happened was just like. Mix poor mother Corinne, I think is her name. Like the stuff that she's had to deal with, like with you know yeah. Michael, and then oh my gosh, so just so good to see him. Just posting, just give us a basic selfie, and it was like the best thing of of, of race day. It was just Mick posting a selfie that he was a uh, he was back out there and uh, and was okay. But I've got I've got has fifth. I think that Ferrari engine is good. I think it's it's been yeah, man. hanging off that they 
kind of you know threw away an entire season of Formula One. That's why I'm uh, to work on. That's partially team. why I'm so high on the alphas. Yeah, I think that that platform just looks really good this Bottas, year. Bottas, just touch on that. Bottas should have had more points. Bottas did amazing in Bahrain. He should have had more points this week. Uh, they had to retire the car during his like third pit stop because they were having so many issues. But Bottas has been, oh. It has been a joy to watch him in that alpha. It's again, it like I was high on him before the season, but like this is people forget that he's a really talented driver just because he was second fiddle for so long. Ian, I think it's time. Okay. So going off of what, you know, my prediction earlier season, after two races, this is how I think the top five or the constructors is going to be. I think number one, I think Red Bull's going to win. I think you got Max is going to have, I think Max is going to win the cha- driver's championship. I think last year they, last year they took the drivers instead of taking the constructors. We're going to have a Red Bull. Red Bull's going to win. Second is Ferrari. Love their car. Love what they're doing right now. Again, two wake two races in. So this is obviously extremely reactionary, but for number two is Ferrari. Three is Mercedes. There's while they're the, still struggling they're still mercedes and their car is really good and there's i don't see a whole lot between red bull ferrari and um mercedes as the third one two three but that's how it's that's how it's going to play out it's not going to be a big gap like we've seen in years past um four is mclaren um i think lando's too good i think ricardo's going to rebound a little bit but i think mostly i mostly believe in norris i think they're going to get it right um they're a great like buy low team right now, just yeah. because they're not gonna Haas is not gonna beat them week in and week out. Alpha's not gonna beat them week in and week out. I don't even think yes. Alpine has a chance to. Um, but they're they're having issues. They're gonna get it right. We know this team can do it. They'll have a they'll have a stretch where they'll end up with you know Norris and Ricardo will finish top four, top five out of nowhere. Um, and that'll cement them in fourth place. And then fifth, I think it's going to be Alpine. Um, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Ocon and Alonzo. Alonzo still got it. Ocon's a, Ocon's so, Ocon, we know Ocon's scrappy. Ocon's um, a race winner. Dude, the green light they gave those two at Jetta was so sick. Just watching them go at it. And, 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 and you know, it ended up being to the detriment of Ocon because he ended up getting passed there by. Um, uh, yeah, it was, was Bottas. Was it Bottas that was behind him? Bottas was right behind yeah. him. Since we're in, yeah, right when they told him to let him through. We're in, since we're in March and technically still in March and with March Madness, Esteban Ocon is like your, your shooting guard that doesn't score, but just you put him out there to lock up the other team's like best guard. Deshaun Stevenson, circa 2008. Like the, that's who. <laughs> yeah, like that's like your, uh, the guy who plays for the Lakers. I can't think of it. Or maybe he does. I don't know. I don't know. Paid it to Bachelors, but probably doesn't anymore. But that's what, <laughs> but that's what uh, Meta World, Meta World Peace. Peace. <laughs> I'm not gonna give him that. I one only watch basketball and the Wizards are good, so all my references are 15 years old. He's a dog, and I think that what keeps Alpine at that. No, it was that was a that was I had a note about that. Like, there were 10 laps of that race where we were just watching two Alpines go at it. That it's racing incredible. point pink, dude. Just two pink blurs out there. That's and they're, they're asking, uh, like, 
was it Otmar? Yeah, like asking him, you know, <laughs> talking to him. And also, how amazing is F1? They're talking to the team principal during the race as we're watching their two drivers like almost crash into each other. And he's like, yeah, we're letting him race. We're letting him race for now, for now. And then eventually they made the call to, to uh, tell uh, Alonso to get past. But that was just ridiculous entertainment. Um, also, random note. Did either of you guys, because I've, I've seen a lot of stuff about, about this, and I had the thought myself when I was watching, either you guys have a problem with, like, uh, with the broadcast this week? Because, they like, I thought they missed a ton of action. I think maybe they're not used to cars being able to follow this close. It used to be, like, when the move's done, I that guy's ahead now were, and it's over. I don't think they were there. Like, the, the team? They have a... They uh, have like a remote, I don't think they were... I thought I think they watched it through like, and this could be totally wrong. This is me kind of speculating. Did you hear this anywhere, or is this just like that it just seemed? Well, they were like, "What we're seeing." They kept saying, "What we're seeing on screen," which made me to believe that they weren't actually yeah. at the track. They were watching. Oh, somewhere. you mean like the announcers? Yeah, I think the announcers were saying that to point out that the director and the directing team was kind of off like what we're seeing on screen it's like not necessarily what yeah. we should be seeing but this is what we're seeing because it was it was it wasn't mon it wasn't quite monica i was gonna say like formula one and having weird like camera angles no it doesn't but monica was their own team and that's why the that's why the it sucked last year because they have their own team of people doing it this was the f1 team i just i i don't think they're used to to how the cars are going to be competing this year like that Max Max and Charles were battling for like what like seven laps straight. Yeah. There was a potential for either one of them to win the race. They were never more than one point two seconds behind the other one, and they were constantly just like showing this dude and his girlfriend in the crowd wearing Max shirts. Like ah, like. Well, I think that was a we had to show the one woman in Saudi Arabia kind of. Oh, reveal. that's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. With her face mm -hmm. exposed. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. The that, that I, think that was what, I think that's what that was about uh, a little bit. It also just fe it felt like they have, like, a minimum amount of, like, crowd shots that they need to show every yeah. race. It's like, but, dude, it like, they should have just shown us seven uninterrupted laps of Max yeah. and Charles. I don't know why. They, they had replays covering up action. Like, it was... Again, I, I didn't want to make it like a main point, but I was just curious if either of you guys noticed, like while you were watching. I thought it was. Definitely, it's definitely been. It's definitely been better, and it kind of reminds me of like, I know, like now post COVID, like, uh, so I'm a Nationals fan, and I'll be watching the the game, and it, whenever the Nats play on the road, the the color commentators oh, don't yeah. travel with the team yeah. anymore, so they're watching. Yeah, exactly. They're watching what we're watching, and they, you know there's missed home run calls and like, you know, that, you, you know, just the calls get botched and stuff. It didn't sound like, I don't know. It didn't come together as naturally as it has before. Certainly. Yeah, it was, I don't know. It was strange Cause I, I know the broadcast team is there on site. So it just, yeah. I think they're still just, maybe everyone was just on edge. It just felt like they weren't. And I thought I, in my mind, it that's, was, that's what I'm yeah, saying. I feel like they're normally there. And in my mind, I was like, okay, because of the, like, the missile strike and like all that kind of you know whatever yeah. that they 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 bailed them out we haven't even touched on that uh but you know yeah. politics isn't really our bag baby so uh you know no, we'll, it's not. we'll leave that for for another week um so okay so uh johnny's got alpine fourth i've got alpine fifth or, or i'm sorry ian had alpine fifth i had alpine sixth 
yeah, kind of middle of the pack. I've, I've been impressed with them. I thought this was going to be a good week for them. Um, and it, uh, it, it, it was, that was, um, I, Fernando Alonso ended up having to retire with another engine issue, but I just kind of love the chaos of like, you know, Daniel Ricardo also had to retire with an engine issue. Um, and that's kind of what I want to to block in the pits. Lewis Hamilton was like 200 yards too late. I almost said meters, but this is the Yankee yeah. 200 yards yeah. too late. That clip was yeah, hilarious. They're, tell, they're telling him to box. He's a couple hundred yards past. It literally says, oh, <laughs> whoa, can't get in. Don't worry. I'll, I'll edit it later. Um, <laughs> but it was, no, it's super unfortunate for Lewis. Lewis Hamilton. I mean, okay. Fine, I'll, I'll I'll just do it. We we've talked enough about about uh kind of every team with that getting into the top five stuff. Let's get into uh, driver of the weekend here. I know this has kind of been a recap of the last two weeks, but driver of the weekend for Jetta, who we got? I think it's Charles Leclerc. How can you say anybody else? Like that's that's what are you gonna say? Verstappen? I got a whole list well, of I was, dudes. I thought I was, there were like I was ready to give it to uh, yeah, I was ready to give it to Checo there before you know the events unfolded the way they did. But Checo didn't do anything um, wrong, but if you start maybe on Paul, I'm, Maybe I'm just too high on Leclerc right now, but it's for me, it's, it's Charles Leclerc. Yeah. 100%. He, he, he let Max take it from him, though. I mean, he didn't he didn't let him take it from him, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he, you know, I know I the race was I mean, hanging the balance, and he didn't he didn't win. You don't it's, have to win the race to win driver of the day. Like I'm Leclerc just, had an A race, and and that, that was my problem, is there was no A+. plus. There's usually an A+. plus. There wasn't for me this week. What, what, what about Leclerc stood out? versus any of the other guys that had really good drives. I, I think just the, you know, like I said, the knowing when to break and, you know, leading the majority of the race and just, I don't know. I, 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 really it, like, I like this. I don't know, but who, okay, well, right. Sorry. I'm, I'm just in. I mean, your I'm anti of the day? I can't huh? give it to me. Who was your driver of the day for Jetta? So officially, I'm, I'd have to go with um, Leclerc personally, um, but there that's you. just Thank my you. That's my anti. That's my anti. I'm a Leclerc fanboy. I'm trying to remain. I'm trying to appear impartial here. Who are you going to think that wasn't Leclerc had a great race? I mean, sure he didn't win, but I thought he had an awesome race. Defended the the world champion for seven or eight laps. It's crazy. I wanted to give him driver of the week at at Monaco last year. You know, you guys know I love me some Charles Leclerc, but I'm just trying to appear impartial to to our listeners. Okay, 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 okay. I I, I think so. I think the the wanker of the weekend is going to be a much more clear cut uh, choice. (laughs) Yeah. To put it that way, I mean, there are the plenty of guys that had good drives this weekend. I mean, you, you could give it to K Mags finishing anywhere yeah. near the points. Is incredible. I had five yeah. guys that okay. I had completely. I would, listen, I would listen on Kevin Magnuson. I would listen on Kevin Magnuson. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lando. Lando also had a really, really good drive. And again, a car right. that is looking kind of like a turd right now. And he he had a it really started good off drive. Poorly. Lando. Lando finished. Yeah, started eleventh. Finished seventh. Um, that's a good week. He, he did benefit. I mean, and both and both McLarens did. He benefited heavily from DNFs ahead of him. They, dude, the uh, the Mercedes engine cars, like the Mercedes and um, McLaren, have had to run such wild strategies. Like I think they started Lewis Hamilton yeah. on the hards. Also last week in Bahrain, again, Mercedes knew that they were kind of screwed, so they they're they slower in the crazy tires. Yeah, so they're yeah. running weird tire strategies just like trying to steal something when they can um they didn't make those side pods big enough yeah because norris almost because curdy you're right because norris almost caught ocon at the very end yeah yeah and ocon was ocon was another guy who i had is like had a really good drive the thing about ocon was that like he started fifth 
and finished sixth. So it's like, ugh, I'm not going to give you driver of the day for that. Yes. But, yeah. Especially with like five DNFs on the day. I mean, none of them were ahead of him, but still. No. It's but... other guy. I mean, Lewis, Lewis and George, like Lewis starting 16th. Yeah. And again, a, a back, and, and just and Lewis went from 16th into the points and he should have done better, but he missed the pit window or not the pit yeah. window. He just barely missed pitting before the, the yellow. Like he had a great week. George, George Russell. Yeah. Started sixth and finished fifth versus Ocon starting fifth and finishing sixth. Like I'd give it to George over yeah. Ocon. Um, obviously K mag, you know, fantastic. Um, and then just like Max Verstappen, dude, like, that's it's not sexy. It's not a sexy pick, but like he he got he got a couple breaks to go his way, and he took complete advantage and won a race that he like probably shouldn't have won. Yeah, that's that's, that's a drive of the day in my book. So I'm gonna give it to Max. See, fair. I, I yeah, yeah that's fair, but you know, I, I kind of hold my nose here, yeah. here in that man. I, I don't know. Max has just kind of got this like LeBron complex for me lately, where. Uh, he just seems like a hard dude to work thing, with. <laughs> I mean, he's he's like moaning about Leclerc's lights mm-hmm. being out, and but just every you know, he's always looking for. Is it maybe not LeBron complex? It's more of a CR7 complex. I feel like, uh, but um, it's it's, <laughs> it's one like same. a late two thousands LeBron complex. Is yeah, like, <laughs> like Max yelling about like he's over the line again. Felt exactly yeah. to me like LeBron telling telling the media that it was a crab dribble. It wasn't a travel. I wasn't traveling. <laughs> yeah. It was a crab dribble. There's a hesitation involved. You know, like because yeah. one of my friends who's new to F1 this year texted me and was like, "Um, I think I just hate Max Verstappen. Like, I don't think I'm gonna get past <laughs> it. I just I can't." And that was my exact response. Is like it really feels like watching, you know, right when LeBron started dominating the league, but he just like. You know, couldn't well, this tell goes cycles. I mean, this, this like you don't like the guy who's winning. Like it's it happens. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a reason why you know people don't like Lewis Hamilton because he wins all the time. But I didn't. I, I, didn't didn't the, I didn't root for Lewis Hamilton, but I didn't dislike him. There's a, there's a lot of people that don't like Hamilton because he wins a lot, and I get that. And, and that's gonna happen. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, a lot of us, just really like Verstappen because he is somebody that can win. It's not Lewis Hamilton, but Max Verstappen was winning week in and week out. I mean, I could see a lot of people not like Max Verstappen because he's really not like. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet when Max starts. If only only Max had a had a little brother who did like frilly TikToks that everyone hated, then it'd be a lot easier. Yeah, Yeah, honestly, yeah, Patrick Mahomes kind of has it has it easy. He's got someone to say. He's got a, a wife and a brother to take all the heat off him. Um, Ian, you even said like last year. I think you brought up. Well, no, I think it, you might have been. You said it about George Russell and Max at, at various points. But that like when he's winning every week, we're gonna be so sick of it. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, this is what, this is what, hate the guy. Like, that's there's a reason why people were like kind of kind of sick of Vettel for a minute when he won four championships in a row, and they they were sick of Lewis Hamilton, and they were sick of you know. Fernando Alonso, Michael Schumacher. I mean, when you win all the time, it's like, okay, this is annoying. And it's like stuff where it's like, all right, dude, you're the best guy out there and you're going to complain about like 
Okay, I get the light thing because you know if you're trying to see, that's whatever. But oh, the Claire with the lines, weave me out. It's like, dude, get out of here, with dude. That. When the when the whole race, it's it's a tight circuit to begin with, and guys, we saw was it the second yeah. or third corner where guys were like constantly going in too hot <sighs> of the whole race. It's same thing happened last year too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Turn two. I mean, it's like, just yeah. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't really exist. <laughs> it's more of an idea. You can just kind of go through yeah. it if you want to, and it, it's fine. So, yeah, I don't know. As far as I, I was just looking, I was like to see if we missed anything obvious. So there are two teams that have both scored zero points. One of them's Williams. That kind of makes sense, right? Nicholas Latifi, uh, you know, woof. The other one is uh, is Aston Martin, which I, I guess Eesh. we'll just I'll, I'll lead into, you know, wanker of the weekend. Is any are you guys Eesh. going Aston Martin or Williams? <laughs> That's kind of the question, or just Nicholas Latifi specifically? I think it's just Nicholas Latifi. <laughs> as much as I mean, it's Latifi based off the implications alone. But um, I mean, it's certainly we're we're splitting hairs here. To be honest, like uh, it's a lot closer than than one would think. I'm more disappointed in Aston Martin. Than, yeah, I guess you know, I, I if you told me that they wouldn't have a single point through two weeks, like I'd be surprised. Williams, I'd be like, okay, yeah, car's probably not that good, but yeah, it's Latifi, unfortunately. I mean, just like I, I'm not ready to give up on, not ready to give up on Stroll and Vettel yet. They're deaf. They've not been good. Yeah, Vettel hasn't even been racing, right? I mean, Vettel, Vettel, sorry, yeah, Vettel, because Vettel, that's why they're yeah, the inside. Yeah, no, we've got Nico like, Hulkenberg. Yeah. We got Nico Hulkenberg yeah, okay. in there, like whatever. Yeah, um, show, shows how much I know, but. Yeah, Latifi, dude, like this, this, this poor guy just crashes at the worst time. That guy, I was gonna say, he's got some great timing. It's incredible. <laughs> he's got his message after this crash. Bit. Like even Alexa was like laughing out I don't, loud. He I just don't goes, I don't know what happened, guys. Because <laughs> I don't want to give it to just Williams specifically. Because I mean, Albin finished thirteenth. Like Albin finished fourteenth out of fourteen. <sighs> I haven't listed his DNF. Yeah. No, I think okay. So Albin might not have actually finished, but he qualified. He just made it, or he, yeah. whatever the, the the phrase is. Made he, it the he classified. He was classified as a as finishing the race because he finished a certain percentage. Enough laps of all yeah. the of all the cars that actually classified as finishing the race. Alex Albin finished last, and then Nicholas Latifi had yet another <laughs> crash with massive implications for not a banner, not a not not a banner weekend at Williams. Yeah, he's. Latifi slowly approaching Mazepin territory, the Nikita Mazepin 2022 nepotism of the year award. So uh, um, Someone's got to fill those shoes. And I think Nicholas Latifi is looking like the man, just the man to do it, to be honest with you. And also, I'm just kind of hating the look of the new Williams. Maybe it's because I only see it when it's uh, stopped in a wall, but... That um, and I, I don't know. It looks like a it looks like a Merc from the front to me. I don't know. That racing green is too teal for me. I don't know. It just doesn't look right. All right, that's uh, that's kind of all I had for this uh, these 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 first two weeks. It's been uh, it's been a wild ride. Um, none of our predictions uh before the season were correct. Uh, it is yep. it is chaos. We've got Haas in fifth place of the constructors standings. Um, we haven't seen Sebastian Vettel race yet. Uh, I've gotten a little Nico Hulkenberg. Ferrari seem uh like the massive favorites. Um, just like we all drew it up. And uh, two weeks from now, we will be going finally returning for the first time since 2019, I guess, to Albert Park in Melbourne, Australia. 
which they've made some uh, a bunch of changes to that track. If, uh, if I don't want to get into it here, but if you guys haven't check out there, they did like a series on YouTube explaining all the uh, the changes. I think it, it should be really good because that track kind of stinks, to be honest with you. Um, I'm not a fan. So uh, hopefully the, the the new version's a lot better. We get some uh, some more overtakes. Any, any comments on Australia? I guess. No, just um, good mates over there. Think it maybe maybe try to see what Ricardo can do in his uh in his home home country. Um, but no, I think we're still going to be the same. It's going to be Ferrari and Red Bull digging it out of the top. You call that a knife, mate? There we go. <laughs> Ian, you got to throw an Australian accent at us here. We've both done one. Oh nope. Oh, bro, <laughs> what's what's all this then? Ah, uh, no, that was that was Cockney. Ah, well. He, he, all of Ian's accents come from Peaky Blinders. He can, he literally can't do anything else. Yeah, I, I, you ever I, heard of a yeah, Chelsea Grin? <laughs> Is that a Green Street Hooligans reference? <laughs> you never heard of the Chelsea Grin, dude? <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, anyway. Yeah, that's uh, that's all we got, Johnny. No thoughts on uh, on Albert Park and <laughs> renovations um, of the track. No, I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and pontificate about something that I'm not. Yeah, I have no clue. So um, I'm I'm excited to see what's in store, though, for sure. Yeah, should be better. Uh, basically, the main takeaways were that uh, apparently the lap times are gonna be a lot slower, or faster, and uh, what is it? Um, what is it replacing cars. on the calendar? Sorry, I don't know what it's replacing. It was the season opener for, I think, like the last like eight years. Oh, shoot. And it was just like, hey, F1's back and we're on Australia, mate. But then the race came around and it was like, oh, that kind of stunk. But like, we're so happy that F1's back. Um, so the calendar doesn't exist anymore. Um, all of this is made up. They're just putting races whenever the heck they want to. Uh, they just added yeah. Las Vegas for next year, so we're gonna have. I saw that twenty twenty three. Yeah, three yeah, races in the United States. This is the Yank Shaft F one podcast. I don't think we need three races in America. Yeah, you lost me. Uh, uh, it's I, I I don't care about a schedule. I don't care. I just I just want to see the boys do it. Um, I know the money's going to drive it. It's going to be a huge force. Popularity is exploding. The money is exploding for it. Just we'll see where you're races. at when they're racing at midnight central time on a sunday <laughs> night it, you know i have seen a, a a lot of the uh, the the brits were complaining uh, that like uh, australia in two weeks that they're like well the race is on at eight in the morning like come on yeah oh, oh. how quickly y'all forgot how we live you know so oh, welcome, no. welcome back um all right that's all we got we'll uh we'll be back uh after so i guess two two weeks um yeah after the return to uh to albert park and uh, watch Ferrari's continued dominance as we get further into the 2022 season. 